You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey theatre fans, welcome and thanks for tuning in. This is just a quick heads up for everyone with warning uh, triggers around this topic. This episode does contain conversations about rape and sexual assault, so please, please, please be careful as you listen through. Enjoy, and we will see you on the other side. Theatre fans, one and all, welcome back. We are here with another episode of the We Are Theatre podcast and we're sticking with Jagged Little Pill. And today we're with Grace, who's playing Bella in the Australian cast. How are you going, Grace? I'm good. I'm well, thank you. How are you? I am fantastic. Now, you're in the middle of tech now, but by the time this episode's released, you'll be midway through your first two weeks. How crazy is that? That Uh, is me. (laughs) (laughs) During this tech process, I'm like... (laughs) <laughs> wow this is we got like 10 more days and this is on yeah, stage cool. Right. cool 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 yeah that's happening <laughs> crazy stuff um so we'll get into the show in a second first of all how did you get into theater what was your track to being where you are right now um so I started theater when I was like four I remember just like my mom telling me that I sang at a school like a a school thing one day and some one of the mums came up to her and was like oh my god you've got to get her into theatre and basically it was just the passion kind of started from there um went through high school doing music theatre I went on to study at BAPA for a little while but left just because I think I was at a different stage and just wanted to explore other avenues of my life and then I got back into it at the start of this year at Showfit in Melbourne and just was so inspired by all of the teachers and students there. And then Jagged just kind of happened and fell into place, which is so cool. With that, you book your first show. So how is that kind of getting into that professional realm and getting that first show under the belt? It's been a very overwhelming experience. Um, I think coming out of two years of lockdown in Melbourne, it's been like, brain kind of overload but it's also so 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 exciting like it's I think to be a part of this show as my debut is like unreal I just think with all of the themes in the show and how deeply I connect to my Bella um yeah it's just very exciting I love that I love you brought up themes because that's been a hot topic for me because I I, I've seen this show on Broadway and like it, as I said to um, Liam the other day, I don't think any other show could cover as many themes in one show as this one does. Like 
if you mm. were to be like, hey, we're covering the 10 things or plus that we cover in this show and just put that on paper to people, everybody would be like, you're trying to do too much. But somehow the show. It all blends. It all works so perfectly and, like, I remember, like, watching the show kind of come together because I didn't know a hell of a lot about it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, with Alanis Morissette's music, it's like, oh, this story comes in and that story yeah. comes in. It just flows amazingly. Just works re- really weirdly. Like, it just all comes together and it works really, really nicely. <laughs> right? I'm jealous that you've seen it because oh. I've been – I've – you know, there's been some bootlegs going yeah. around, <laughs> but I tried to steer clear and keep an open mind about how I wanted to enter the process yeah. and, yeah, to keep an open mind towards the characters and now watching it all kind of come together, I'm like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And you play Bella, so let's, can you give everyone yes. a quick snapshot of who Bella is um, and her place in the show? Yep, so Bella is a 17-year-old high school girl. She's, you know, had a difficult upbringing with family um, and is really drawn to Nick and has also grown up with Nick. Um, she's one of, the, one of the boys kind of girls. Um, and throughout the process, I think, you know, she's sexually assaulted by one of her friends, which is all too common. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's a support network, network for her there to open up and be open about this story. Um, that's just a, yeah, kind of quick snapshot yeah. of it. I think Bella, she doesn't play, like, compared to someone like Frankie, who's a part of, like, 14 million different plot points, Bella's kind yeah. of on this one track the whole time. She stays in her lane. Yeah. She's staying in her lane very, you know, it's very, like, I mean, in the show, it's very Nick and Andrew are the, are the mates. <laughs> yeah. Um, how was it for you uh, to kind of figure out Bella's journey and put the research into how to portray Bella the right way but also feel the emotion of what she's going through? Yeah, I think, you know, I connect really deeply with Bella's character. I think I know a lot of people... I'm also a person that has been a victim of sexual assault. So I was able to really connect in that way, but also being like finding other avenues of rather than just connecting with my own story and friends of mine's stories, finding yeah. other avenues. So I'm I like to watch things. I'm not a huge reader, but I love to watch. So I watched the series Unbelievable, which is incredible. Um and I think it oh my gosh, it's just blanked from my mind. But they're like Netflix and ABC have incredible shows that really depict the stories of victims. And so I found that a really helpful way to tap in and recognise the story and see it from that point of view. Um, But it's, yeah, she's a very, like it's interesting how everybody deals with that trauma response and how Bella deals with that trauma response and being able to view it rather than just seeing it from my perspective, was really helpful in developing Bella's character and story. Amazing. And obviously having your own experiences and everything like that, we saw the Me Too movement come through um, during Mm -hmm. the lockdowns that we mentioned earlier. Um, What what does it mean to you to be able to put this character and this 
um, issue forefront on stage in a major musical coming to Australia? It's it's a voice. It is a yeah. voice that we have not seen a hell of a lot of on, in theatre. Like coming out of lockdown when all of this has been at the forefront of social media, um, it's so great to be jumping into this and yeah. for people's voices to be heard and seen in this way as another form of art yeah. to tell this very brave story. Yeah. I think this show does a really good job too because it doesn't shy away from it. Like some shows will have these themes kind of underlying that you've got to try and figure out yourself. This show with every theme, it's just like, here's what we're addressing. Like, yeah, you this see is what it, it you is. See, you see it. And yeah. it's, you see Bella's process going through that. You know, you're literally seeing her think her way and remembering what happened. Yeah. The dissociation, yeah, that people experience with that as well. So that's yeah. I think it's so it's so important that yeah. we see that story develop in that way as well, and even the conscience of what we know is MJ, who's also experienced this. Yeah, we see Bella as a reoccurring vision throughout the show. Yeah, and how MJ connects to Bella and the dissociation of that. It's just. Mm. Yeah. I, I hadn't even thought about that path. So like when you're like kind of working on this with Liam and Nat and all of that to try and get these things working, what was that like kind of having those discussions and being like, cool, this is what we're attacking. This is what we're trying to put on stage for people. What was that process like for you to kind of do the creative and the emotional side of things? Um, well, we, I, when I was studying beforehand, we implemented the process of checking in and checking out, yeah. which is just basically stating your needs to your workmates. If you, need, if you need anything, how are you feeling on the day? You know, that was an easy way to get into, get into a safe space with each other. Yeah. And then also navigating those relationships throughout it was just you know it's a stop communicate start again communicate on how we felt in that process and how you know how like the different feelings that our characters could be feeling in each sort of line in each moment um that's kind of how we (laughs) have navigated all of these things um and i'm packing it with diane as well yeah and leah yeah, getting into the creative process again after having two years away from being creative, what was it like getting just getting back into a rehearsal room and being surrounded by other creatives just all for a common goal? So amazing and inspiring. Oh, my gosh. Like just, you know, everybody's coming from all different walks of life and everybody's come from a different place in Australia right now where some people have experienced the lockdown and some people haven't. So all of us were connecting really deeply in the, with like with the themes and also our different walks, which yeah. has been really beautiful. It's been so nice to enter a safe space, to feel comfortable to unpack all of these topics in a rehearsal space where I'm so passionate about, you know, theatre and something yeah. that I love. 
it's yeah it's been a really really pleasant experience yeah is there something specific like that you've learned creatively that you're definitely going to take out of this whole process being your first show and getting into that whole thing what's it like to kind of reminisce on things at this point before you even open the show I think just I just connect like just connecting just genuinely connecting with people in the workroom and checking in seeing how everybody is I think that's something that is really often forgotten in a workplace environment but everybody's going through their own their own stuff and so I think that is something that I want to continue doing in every workplace and creating a safe space for open dialogue if issues arise if not it's just I think it's a really positive thing to create that environment I think it's a really cool thing like for all of you guys to take into whatever comes next after the show as well like if we're Mm -hmm. setting this standard for our cast across the board doesn't matter what show it is it's Mm going to create a much better environment in the industry going forward as well not just yeah I think all of us and I think all of us feel exactly that way we're just like they're checking in and the communicate keeping open communication yeah. is something that each of us will take forward into our careers and yeah. into other theater environments, which is really, really heartwarming. <laughs> yeah. Getting to sit there and watch this show come together. Um, what's been kind of a standout moment for you? Like, is there something where you've just been like, Oh my God, I can't believe I get to work with these people or be a part of this moment. Uh- Watching Mags McKenna in, <laughs> you want to know, holy, <laughs> what a powerhouse. I, that just, I remember, because I wasn't there in the rehearsal room for all of that coming together and I came in halfway through one day and the whole item was together and I just came in, I was like, as if you're doing that. <laughs> as if you're ripping into that song that hard. It just, oh my God, it's that amazing. Just- made me so excited oh my god I'm so excited for everybody to see you want to know because and if there's not a standing O (laughs) I'm running down stage I'll be like get up this is me (laughs) that was nuts that was nuts yeah they're incredible they're incredible that's been a very memorable powerful moment for me in this process (laughs) going from rehearsal room to getting into this uh, refurbished theatre, the theatre that really hasn't been around much in the uh, the theatre circles recently here in Sydney, Mm -hmm. Um, getting into costumes and teching and everything like that. uh, What's this experience been like for you? Like this first professional tech and getting to go from a rehearsal room to this massive stage and get this show set? Again, overwhelming. (laughs) Very overwhelming. trying to map it all out at the moment is a bit of organized chaos because there's, you know, there's so many people around just trying to get their traps sorted. So it honestly, it's just, it's been a little bit stressful and a little bit chaotic, but it will like things do, it will magically find its place (laughs) and come together perfectly in time. (laughs) But everyone has been really, like generous and carry towards each other just and considerate that there's a bit of chaos happening but 
it will it will work it will find its way yeah. it's also really fascinating like how many crew there is like yeah. i did not expect to see so many people working around you like there's dresses we've got tech like technical people lights props like there's so many people in every aspect of it that I, you just don't like when you're watching theater you don't think of that stuff and yeah. it's so important to recognize all of these extra parts that are involved in the process That's it's it. not just the 30 people on stage it's, it's a, not. 100 people around the theater <laughs> oh my gosh i went and saw merrily we roll along the other week and coming into tech i was like there's only like seven people on yeah. stage but i would love to know how many people are backstage yeah <laughs> How many people are working behind the guns doing all of that? Um, that's been real, very fascinating. <laughs> what was your exposure to Alanis prior to this show? Oh, my God. Drunken karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> my parents, drunken karaoke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's um, that, that was probably my uh, eye-opener to Alanis. Yeah. But when I've tried, like, when I was telling people that I was doing Jagged Little Pill, they're going, Alanis Morissette. And I was like, you've got to know the song Ironic. Like, yeah. a little too ironic. And everyone's like, oh, yes. Yeah. So, you know, Ironic and You Want to Know are classics. But... <laughs> is there a song you've discovered through this whole show that you're like, oh, this is like... The, that was my thing. It was like, there were so many songs I was like, oh, my God, how haven't I heard this? Like, this slaps. <laughs> Like, it was it was mm, it was forgiven for me. Yep. Forgiven is a powerhouse number. Like in what they've done with the with forgiven in the musical it is so powerful. But then even listening to Alanis Morissette, I've just like felt it so hard. I felt it so hard. Yeah. But that's been that's been a real standout and one that I didn't really notice but like not notice but hadn't heard before yeah nine days until you get to tell this story not to drop that number from 10 and put it in single digits and scare you a little bit <laughs> um, what are you most excited for to get this from kind of peers and everybody that you've kind of been around rehearsing the show with to an audience that's most likely probably 95 percent seeing this for the first time um what are you most excited for about getting to present this story to an audience i'm i watched a couple of videos of Catherine gallagher and they had said that people would come to the stage door and they like creating a safe space on stage it invited people to come and say i've experienced this as well and I'm like, I'm interested to see if that's something that happens in Australia, if people are open enough to being able to share their experiences, because I'm so open to having those conversations and so open and happy to listen and hear and like proud. I would be proud <laughs> to yeah. feel that that has been created in Australia as well as in America. So that that excites me. I, I, I mean, I can only hope. Um, but I think it's going to leave a lot of people walking away thinking about their own personal experiences, whether it's how they connect with Bella, how they connect with Nick, Joe, MJ, you know, I think there's a little slice of everybody 
that can connect with these characters. Yeah. Yeah. I had to say, I said this to Liam the other day is that there's something for everybody. Like it doesn't matter what it is. There's a theme. There's a moment in this show that everybody will connect to from whatever perspective it is. And it all, I'm actually like tearing up thinking about this guys. Holy crap. We're getting emotional. Wow. But like, it, it's just one of those shows that I don't know how it does it, but it just makes you think about everything. And it, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's just going to be really great to hear those conversations after of people walking out of the theater and be like, wow, I feel challenged about this. Or wow, I never thought about this this way. Or, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Like I've been privy to this. X, da, mm-hmm. da, da, da. I think especially after the last two years and everything that's come to the forefront of social commentary I mm. think this show is the perfect show to be like hey let's keep pushing these conversations let's, yeah let's on un, let's unpack it and let's see it and let's push it yeah yeah oh, oh how good um how good <laughs> if you could now you're the first person I've asked this to out of this show Um, If you could perform any other song in the show that isn't one of your own, what would you like to do? I am obsessed with that I would be good, that Phoenix, Frankie and Joe get to sing. I would love to be a part of that three-part harmony. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Or or So Unsexy. I think So Unsexy is so good. I know. That was one of my songs that I was like, this is actually such a good song. And then, like, in the context of the show, it's just like, this is so well put together. Like, just so well. I know. Tim Tim and that, and also Georgina, who's covering MJ, they are just so beautiful to watch singing that song. I bet we were, I don't know. No, I'll say it. (laughs) Um, But we were rehearsing it yesterday. And Tim came off stage. He was like, oh, I was like, that was so beautiful. You've got to like walk away from that. And you said he sounds so incredible singing yeah. that. And so does Georgina and so does Nat. It's just such a lovely song. Oh. I'm so oh. excited now. This is going to be so I good. know. It's uh, so, it, now talk, like talking about it with some, like a, I don't know, someone with a fr- like fresh outsider perspective. Yeah, yeah. It's made me feel more excited. Yeah. So I think it's just throughout the heat of the, rehearsal process in tech it's you kind of get yeah. into like that tunnel of we're doing a show we're doing a show and now you get to kind of yeah look at it from that outside perspective a little bit yeah which I've been like I've you know I've been holding on to this feeling yeah. <laughs> once we start shows where I am starting to feel excited about being able to put it on yeah. rather than be the heat of tech <laughs> and the heat yeah, of rehearsal. 100%. um what's been your favorite moment of this like whole experience from start to end is there something that sticks out to you that is like this is just really cool that I get to do this as a job um especially after the last two years of having no creative outlet like has there been one of those moments for you where you're like this is my job oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) I think I some I think it was actually Emily who we were walking home one day and she called it work and I yeah. was like holy shit this is work yeah <laughs> I could call this my job um but also in the rehearsal room 
I think when, because a lot of us were over Zoom for the first two weeks of our rehearsals. Um, so I think when everyone was finally in the room and that was like, oh my God. Yeah. They're putting on a show, like this is happening. And then like, again, also stepping into the theatre, I think it was probably yesterday. Actually, I honestly think it was yesterday that it the excitement actually bottled up and yeah, I was like, this is this is really happening. You're at this that is- point now in that pre-prep of a show where it's like, okay, we're close. We're close. Let's go. <laughs> we're close. We're close. We are yeah. so close. And you know, there's one and a bit more weeks left to <laughs> take and dress rehearsals and I yeah, it's going to be very, very exciting for this show to open. It's, yeah. it's, mm, you're making me excited. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's my it. job. That's my job. Um, <laughs> let's look forward to the future as well. Cause like you've got four weeks in Sydney and then you get to take this show home. Um, yeah. So are you, what, what's the feeling in being able to take this back to Melbourne, especially after everything that you guys went through down there? Um, obviously I'm from New South Wales, so I didn't feel yeah. it as hard up here, but what does it mean to you be able to take this show your first show and be able to go back home with it as well Mm, I think I'm excited for a lot of my friends to see it my family's up in Queensland so they they'll be seeing it here but I think a lot of the friends and the networks that I've made in Melbourne I think have they've known me for the last four years and have never really seen me do anything in theatre so I'm really excited for that to open up and for friends of mine to see another side of me that they're probably going to be like what (laughs) you do this (laughs) 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 but I'm I'm also excited to just bring this to a Melbourne like Victorian audience because I think you know everyone's very open to these conversations and I've had a lot of these conversations throughout lockdown of the Me Too, Black Lives Matter all all of everything all of this has come to the forefront and so I'm really excited for Victorians to see all of this expressed in a theatre environment for those who like going to theatre friends of mine who probably never seen a musical in their life are (laughs) going to come and see it and this is going to be the musical that they're going to see so I think that's really exciting for me um hopefully drawing people who usually aren't into theatre coming into the theatre to watch something because Everyone deserves to see this. <laughs> I think I think it's just a re- it's going to be a really cool thing for Australian audiences because we've never had something this raw on our stages. I don't think, but also um, something so prevalent in the society right now. Um, but mm. I think it's just going to be really really cool to just watch the reaction of everyone to this show it's just I'm so excited for you I'm so excited for you guys to like just see the outpouring now this is gonna be really cool Mm, I'm excited I'm keen to hear what yeah what the response is what the general response is and what what makes people you know tick and what makes people feel what because people will step out of it and go oh my god this part or this part or this part I think yeah I'm I can't wait to hear some of the stories and some of the responses from that. (laughs) Amazing. Well, guys, we are super excited here. um, And that is going to wrap up this episode. You guys are going to want to get tickets. The show is live now, even though we're talking kind of 
back in the past. By the time you're listening to this, you can go see the show probably tonight. So make sure you finish this podcast, go to jaggedmusical.com, get your tickets um, because you are not going to want to miss this. This is a fantastic show and I am so excited to see these guys put it on. It is going to be absolutely incredible. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Grace. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. You've you've made my morning. I'm so excited. Take this energy back into tech now and just get everyone else pumped. I'm going to go into tech feeling so inspired and be like, all right, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you. And we will see you next week with a brand new episode of the We Are Theatre Podcast. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theatre community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theatre professionals, search the RISE Theatre Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheatre.org. That's theatre with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org, because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.